Welcome to Metal Injections, the Squared Circle Pit. Today's special guest, the Nobody. And now, here's your host, Rob Hasbani. Thank you again for tuning in to Squared Circle Pit. It's Rob. We are at the intersection of heavy metal and pro wrestling. I have a very special episode today, a little different than normal in that the people that I'm interviewing aren't exactly metalheads or pro wrestlers, but they are wrestling fans. They are the nobodies, and it's two drag queens and a DJ. The drag queens are Ariel Italic and Lady Barica Andrews, and the DJ is DJ Accident Report. They do a monthly review show on YouTube called Nobody's Watching Wrestling. We're going to talk all about it. They're really cool. And why I wanted to interview them is because they offer a unique perspective on watching pro wrestling to some of us smarkier fans. And it was very cool talking to them and and talking about uh, a lot of topics we don't usually talk about here on Squared Circle Pit. This happens to be your first time listening to Squared Circle Pit. Thank you for listening, and uh, I highly recommend checking out our archives. I've had two years' worth of episodes with a ton of great guests, some of which include Chris Jericho, who you just saw on the Raw 25th anniversary. Uh, his recent opponent at New Japan Wrestle Kingdom, Kenny Omega, has also been on the show, as well as a bunch of metalheads like Corey Taylor from Slipknot, Corpse Grinder from Cannibal Corpse, Jamie Josta from Hatebreed, Zach Wild, Jake Bannon from Converge, Neurosis' Scott Kelly. Lots of cool people. You can check out all of those episodes at metalinjection.net slash squared circle pit. I'll be back at the other side of this interview with a little more chat. Here is my talk with the nobodies. Now entering the squared circle pit, <gasps> I'm so excited to have the nobodies on my show. Hi. You are? Ariel Italic. <laughs> That's me. We have Lady Barica Andrews. Hi. And pow, 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 pow. <laughs> I should have pulled up. I we have DJ Accident. Oh, my God. I should have you don't have to, thing. honestly. It's, no, it's, I'm going to do fine. it now. They all know what it sounds like. I can't. Okay. <laughs> ah. Oh, God. There we go. It's there. His and... real speaking voice. <laughs> no. For those of you who uh, haven't been hip to the nobodies... <clears throat> Two of you are drag queens. Yeah. And you do a uh, wrestling review show on YouTube mm -hmm. where you primarily judge the looks, but also talk about the matches. Sometimes. Yeah. I feel like we have a lot to say about the matches that is not relevant to the actual wrestling, but is more along the lines of our fantasies about their uh, inner emotional lives. Mm. I think for me it's like creating a backstory for them because I don't know anything about any of them. <laughs> yeah. So I have to just pretend I do and that means making shit up. Yeah. The look is like a jumping off point, but we yeah. have a lot of uh, wild theories and speculations <laughs> and occasional opinions about actual wrestling. It at least once per episode descends into con uh, contemplation on death. Oh yeah. <laughs> I love death. <laughs> and also, well, DJ Axer Import reminding us that the show is about wrestling when it's actually not. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, I feel like you've created this awakening amongst oh. uh, wrestling fans. 
about what they find attractive, about questioning their sexual desires. I think that's just Ariel. I was going to say, I feel like this is directed my way. I don't think it's just Ariel. Lady Berica, you've gotten some 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 love. Yeah. It's funny. Uh, Not of the sexual variety. It's more like, I want to be Lady Berica's friend. <laughs> I feel like they, they might want like a bro job out of it. They, they understand that you are like... Uh, someone they could hang out with. Like, I am someone <clears throat> who they would have sex with and never speak to. Mm. Oh. Um, and it would only be once and they would never admit it. You are someone, like, straight dudes can hang out with and, like, have a good time. And also they'd probably have sex with you and be cool. Um, and Accident Report <laughs> is the only person that our queer fans actually want to sleep with. <laughs> no, that's not true at all. Well, oh. I wish they would tell me these things. <laughs> 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 Now, uh, was this a surprise for you, Ariel? The yes. Of, uh... <laughs> Very much so. I don't think, I, I mean, I definitely didn't go into drag with the idea that I would be either a particularly convincing woman or a particularly sexual character. Mm-hmm. Or, like, when I do make sexual jokes, it is the kind, like, it's very much clowning to me. It's so obvious, like, I am this, like, horrible lady monster, and I say a sex thing, and it's weird. It's but, all, cl- yeah, it's all clowning. Like, the idea I, that anyone would take it seriously and be like, oh, I will have sex with that. I'm like, will you? <laughs> I think more, I mean, obviously there are a frightening amount of people who would want to sleep with Ariel and drag, but mm. more of our fans, more than any other demographic, appears to be... Um, the wives of straight wrestling oh, fans, yeah. Yeah, yeah, who are like, oh, this is like a lot of husbands are leaving comments, just like I. This is the only way I can get my wife to watch wrestling. Which I think you're doing a huge service <laughs> to adult wrestling fans. This is huge. This is a breakthrough. So this is something that I feel like a, a mid thirties wrestling fan was probably ashamed of <laughs> throughout most of their twenties, and something that they couldn't share with their wives. And now you're bringing this in, you're creating this content for them. I guess shameful sexual secrets are just a thing nowadays. And uh... (laughs) I like that you took it back to sex, that it was like, that watching wrestling is a shameful sexual secret. We have conditioned you with this show to find all wrestling to be a sexual secret. A lot of what I say is just like gauged by how disgusted... um, DJ Axe Report looks at me. <laughs> You've been looking at me a lot during the episodes lately, and it makes me incredibly uncomfortable. Does it? Yeah. I think it's like, you're my gauge. <laughs> of how vile something is? Yeah. Like, do I need to slow it down or, like, turn it up? <laughs> Two oh. different gauges, slowing it down and turning it up. The volume goes up, slow it down. Well, let's pull it back a little. Mm-hmm. How long have each of you been watching professional wrestling? Um... I I feel like it's tough for me to give an answer to that because I was watching it in a very, um, I don't know, not subconscious, but I was sort of barely watching it for a while because Accident Report got me turned on to wrestling because he would come over to my house and make me watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it Before was, Drag Race started. Yeah. So, yeah, I we would be waiting for Drag Race to start and he would just turn it on, mm-hmm. uh, not really asking, mm-hmm. more like, we are watching wrestling right now. So it would be around but i wasn't really taking it in Mm -hmm. um i was just waiting for it to be over (laughs) and then 
over the course of several months of watching... At least a season and a half of yeah. Grace. So, like, from the beginning of the season to the end, I started to notice, like, oh, that person's back. So I think I started... Who, who was the first person you noticed? You good remember? question. I don't... I mean, I think I knew who John Cena was. He, mm, I think he was right. a good anchor for me. <laughs> Like, John Cena was someone that I already knew was a person. They're really you know counting on that. Yeah. You know what's That's fun what about that? On. Is that John Cena is, like, probably the type of guy that wants to fuck you from our show. No. <laughs> I, I have seen... Like, the dudes out there that are, like, wanting to fuck you, that's a John Cena type. No, some of them have sent me pictures. They do not look like... They, they sent you pictures? Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. I did not know that. Well, not always of penises. Sometimes just faces. Oh, oh my god. Sometimes what's, just like, what's the what are they? What are, yeah? In what context are they like? This is what I look like. Would you have sex with me? Well, often it's just like I get like an Instagram DM, so then I go look through their Instagram. Oh, okay. Oh, it, okay. They look like uh, <clears throat> dudes in like a grungy local band. Well, that's There's usually fine. like you know oh, that has like, its charm. Like a husky white dude with something of a beard. I cool. you know, I'm not mad at it. No. Like keep saying hi. So dudes. they look like me. Sometimes, yeah. They're, they're, you're, I mean, a lot of them are a little beardier than you, but oh, okay. I, also a lot of them have, like, they go through a lot of beard phases. I, I attract a man who experiments with his facial hair is really the answer. Oh, gross. Understood. So, um... So but, it started with Axe Report. You, you've yeah, been watching the He's longest. the gateway drug. I, I'm so sorry to everyone <laughs> that I've done this to all of you, but, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I've been watching my whole life. Uh, I feel like... My dad really liked it, and then all of my friends in childhood really liked it, and I also really liked it. Like, it's, and then I just kind of always watched, sometimes more seriously than other times. I fell out a little in like towards the end of high school and beginning of college. What was going on in wrestling when you fell out of it? A lot of the CM Punk stuff. Oh, that was the good stuff. Yeah, I I just didn't really see it. Mm -hmm. Um, I I just missed a huge chunk of stuff. Yeah. AJ Lee, like I came towards the end and I, I was see. like, she seems cool. Yeah. Um, so I don't, you know, like I don't, I've just been watching it always though. Like it's always. Well, a do you remember your earliest, friend. your earliest wrestling memory? Um, earliest? <laughs> that was the question. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> rude. Um, this is about to get real sentimental. No, 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 no. I, I don't, I can't remember the earliest, but I do remember like my best friend from childhood's who I'm still very close with, uh, his dad took us to Madison Square Garden to see some house show, and I oh, threw up too. a lot of popcorn. Yeah. I ate too much popcorn, and then I threw up. Nothing has changed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I do it all the time still. Um, so, yeah. I think, like, there was, like, an, a non-canonical title change that night or something. Oh. Like, someone won the title, and then the person won it right back, so, like, it kind of, like... Right, right. I don't remember. I don't... I, maybe I made this up. <laughs> it was a long time ago. And then, Lady Berica, you're just, you're a cash. I'm a cash. I mean, I watched, I mean, I watched it when I was a kid, and I'm a little bit older than to Jackson Report, so it was like the Hulkamania, you know, like, when the cartoon was on and that kind yeah, of Yeah, yeah. But it was also kind of the same deal as it is now. It's like, my friends watched it, so I watched it. Mm. It wasn't really like, Yeah. Um, so it was still kind of casual. Did but you I have know, a favorite back then, though? Even though you, I mean, I was cash. attracted to like the real like, over the top, like Ultimate Warrior, like like he was very colorful, like those type of characters, and 
um, The Undertaker was interesting because um, we now know I like really dark things, but I was like just dabbling he in was unlocking your goth face. yeah a little bit well when <laughs> he's a lot of people's like goth grandpa in a weird way uh well i re- uh, a friend of mine would <clears throat> hang out uh at... he watches us right now i have a giant yeah I, was, I, I just looked up at him and i was like yeah that was also a kind of a change <laughs> uh a friend of mine uh would like go to hotels and like hang out after shows with some of the wrestlers and oh so he was like drinking with the undertaker one time and uh, I might be b- butchering the story, but the gist of it is basically like a goth girl came up and like offered herself to the Undertaker, and he was as like, you do, yeah. And he was like, "No thanks," and he was like, "I got the weirdest girls, man. You would you'd never believe the type of freaks that approach me." Oh, <laughs> me and Undertaker should so have a you, bonding combo. Could you only imagine? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. I don't even feel like he's saying that like in a sexist way. He probably just has a lot of weird girls. Out right. There. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. 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 That that's that was the implication. Yeah. It, yeah. It wasn't that. Yeah. So, but so that's funny that you say that with the goth unlocking your gothness. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I find I can find. In, here's the thing with me: I can find interesting things about anything. Like, no, honestly, like it sounds funny, but like I just like people, and I like things, and I like to know what people. It doesn't make sense right now, but I like <laughs> I like to explore why things are interesting to people, and I think. I can, that's why I can find interest in that, mm-hmm. you know? And so, like, for me, I don't know. So were you, did you also get into it through this drag race yes. situation? Well, no, yes. <laughs> they had a group of people that would watch wrestling together, and mm-hmm. I, we, Ariel and I started hosting a drag race thing together, and so that's how I got hooked up with this group of crazies, <laughs> and... So I was invited a few times, but I was like, I don't like wrestling, and what if I say something like that offends them? <laughs> like at the time, like that's that was my thought process, and um, and I didn't realize that they were kind of watching it, kind of in the same way. Like, um, but what really hooked me this this time around is when I realized that it, you know, I have kind of a comedy history, and when I realized that it's very much a slapstick vaudevillian type of entertainment. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, and that's what kind of hooked me. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's a kind of like an old time. Show yeah, it's very old timey. Yeah, I mean wrestling's been around for ever. Yeah, in yeah, this, in this just, way. Ultimately, it's you know good versus evil. It's very. It, yeah. it boils down to when it's good. It boils <laughs> down to very basic. But you also so. like are increasingly interested in the combat aspect of it. It sounds. Am I? Are you? Well, <laughs> it sounded like you were getting more interested in that sometimes by what I just said. No, in just like by like, <laughs> just in other ways that I've observed you talking about it. Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, what Explain. Got, what got you back into it? What uh, got me back into yeah. it was mm-hmm. that Ariel had cable television. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't realize that was it. I mean, that was a huge part of it because no one I know had cable television. And I couldn't afford Hulu, like mm-hmm. so. Like I like was just didn't have any access to it. So then all of a sudden. It was on when I was near a cable television screen. Um, I know, like, I had, like, a bunch of friends in college who every Wednesday or whenever whatever was on on Wednesdays would throw a thing, and I would go to that sometimes, but it was, like, this was, like, Ariel is my neighbor, so I would just walk over to her apartment. I see. (laughs) So just a total luck. Yeah. We helped each other. It's true. (laughs) How did the idea come about to do the, the show? 
do the review show. Our producer director Jordan was the one who he was. Oh, I had Jordan on on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, I actually think it was your podcast that gave him the idea. <laughs> oh yeah, because you yeah. guys had talked about cause that he watches wrestling with a couple of drag queens. Right, and I was like, oh, that's amazing. I want to have them yeah. on the show. Here we are. Um, <laughs> you well, did oh. it. You secreted it. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, so when he, he came back from recording your podcast and was like, we have to film this. And I, I've told the story before, but I, always, I thought that he meant that he would come over with, like, his iPhone, and we would, like, film one thing, like, sitting on our couch, we'd film, like, one episode of something, and no one would watch it, and we would go on about our lives. <laughs> Instead, he showed up in my apartment with, like, a three-person crew that was, like, two real cameras and a sound person with real microphones. And I was like, this is a lot. Um, yeah, Jordan takes it seriously. I was like, what the fuck did I get myself into? But okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then he filmed the first episode, and we in, he edited it, and we uploaded it, and it, like, kind of immediately blew up way bigger than I expected anything yeah, I ever did in my life. we literally were, like, yeah. gonna be happy if it hit, like, a hundred views. Yeah. Well, I don't, want, I don't want to brag, but I'm the one who shared it on Reddit. I appreciate <laughs> that. Oh, you didn't know that. Oh, wow. Basically, you made all this happen. You made it happen. Yeah. Thank you. So thank you. Me. Okay, cool. Um, well, it all comes back to that Yeah, podcast. so thank you, because we have this side gig now that none of us anticipate. Like, no. we were just talking before we started recording, like, why are we so busy? Last year, we had nothing. We had all... We could plan ahead and like yeah. it's because we have so much to do now yeah you guys have totally blown up it's been pretty crazy how people people like immediately opened up to it i think it's because there is a huge like venn diagram cross-section of yeah. like you know queer people and wrestling fans that hasn't really been cater to ever like in any way yeah or people who appreciate queer culture like, yeah i think, sure. so I think what's hooked me in and what a lot of time hooks me in being from a very small town is ariel got a message from this kid that was like oh. i feel like now i as a little queer kid like i can actually come out and enjoy wrestling and also be this thing and that really like hooked me and like Okay, I can keep doing this. <laughs> yeah, um, because that's imp- that kind of stuff is important to me in what I do with drag. We're doing this f- for the children. For the <laughs> I mean, okay, okay. But you joke, but like, I mean, when we, we do went, have baby. No, I know it is. So. It, like we yeah, no, we have cool. to think about that now when we do our shows. Like we have to think about like what kids are going to see of us. Yeah, I mean, I remember we went to NXT, mm-hmm. and it was funny because like. The people, the takeover the, at Barclays Center specifically. Yeah, um, and the people in the row in front of us were like some Reddit bros. Were like, "Oh, we watch your show," and it was funny. But then, like, someone from like several sections over, like a couple people, like little like queer kids, like came over just to find us and say hi to us, which was strange. Like I could, like I didn't but know. Wonderful. Yeah, and I was, <laughs> and it was, it was the same kind of thing where I was like, "Oh yeah, this is why we have to keep doing this because." Yeah. Like, these little queer kids are coming to this wrestling thing, and they're so excited that someone else is, like, 
a visible big queer bag and like <laughs> likes wrestling. Just yeah. to clarify, when you guys say strange, you just mean like me? Like like why are they coming? Yes, the that's what's strange. You don't mean like them coming. No, they're not strange. They're perfectly lovely. Everyone, please continue to reach out to us yeah. and come say hi yeah, to us. Yeah, yeah. We always I think, love you. I think what you have to understand about our reference, we were doing these tiny shows oh. here in Brooklyn. Um, for forever, we're like it years. was just our friends. For years, we're coming, like we're up, we're coming up on our three year anniversary of working together, and we were we've just been like, and we've all been working for separately separately for years yeah, before that, and casually kind of just doing this because it felt good for some reason, and and then all of a sudden there was a bigger reason, you know, yeah. to, to keep doing it. And uh, so it's, it's, it's constantly confusing in a way, even though like this is what we were always doing and always wanted to be doing in a sense. It's just like yeah. now we're talking about wrestling instead of talking about David Lynch. Right. Or but also still talking about <laughs> yeah. David Lynch. Right. <laughs> well, also I feel like uh, from the wrestling side of it, because it was always kind of this shunned art form, if yeah. you may call it that, there was never a, uh, like, there was any, there, it was always a very closed off, like, playpen, you know? Similar like, to drag. Similar right, to drag. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so it's just like, to be able to mix these two references, it's very, like, anytime someone from outside of wrestling would reference wrestling, I feel wrestling fans would always support it. Just right. Just because... There was so little referencing it in a positive light. Same as drag. Same yeah. as drag. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's kind of one of the reasons there was this desire for it. And you guys came in right as like drag is went from like this underground phenomenon to super mainstream. It's on VH1 now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I always like when I would watch Drag Race, I was like, this is a lot like wrestling. It's like it's super, the same thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. other than the actual you know grappling that's <laughs> the take, only difference that, if you take that out it's yeah. totally the same a vogue battle is a wrestling battle it is right. literally the same thing yeah yeah and, and, and there's a story to tell yeah with the outfits yeah it's all yeah it's all it, there's a lot of uh similar which is why it was like of course there's gonna people are yeah. gonna uh, be into this yeah and this is why I, I i got into a crazy long and involved argument on reddit today <laughs> which like oh my God. is always regrettable <laughs> don't do it um however it it drove me mad because someone on reddit very sweetly posted like sonia deville is an out lesbian i didn't know that and 90 percent of the comments were that's awesome i didn't know that either like um what how cool that there's like a lesbian wrestler but a handful, and it's not the majority, but a handful of, of straight people dropped in to say, who cares? Mm-hmm. And I was like, w- w- people are literally telling you who cares. Every day, we are, all the queers are like, there is just not a lot of us doing well in this world. And we like to see other queers doing well. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's part of the joy of our show, too, because we're just, like, chilling and having fun and, like... When you, you can see other people like that in the media, you can then aspire to something. Not that we are yeah. aspirational in any way. <laughs> it's like, I feel like Moniki shame now. Like, don't look at us as a role model. We didn't come into this be role models, but I guess we have to step our pussies up because, like, <laughs> now kids are looking. Yeah. yeah. I, I like the role model aspect of it. I think it's really important to me. Like, I don't, I'm not gonna, like... I mean, there's certain points where I do think about what I'm doing, like, um, in reference to who might see it, but also, like, it's just important that I think 
kids where I grew up have something to see, regardless where of what it is. Where did you grow up, by the way? In southeast Kansas. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, uh, where are you guys from? Are you... I'm from Long Island. Okay. I was born in New Jersey. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So it's like, I, st- I still go home, and there's nothing there, really. And mm-hmm. and I and I still see how I grew up in the same way that kids are growing up there. Right, and you didn't have anybody to, any reference point? No, I didn't have, no, not at all. I mean, not directly, I mean, on TV, but it, then it was always, like, a stereotype in a way, mm-hmm. which is fine. That's fine, too. I'm a stereotype, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, um, I don't know. I'm more developed than that, I guess. You're not a stereotype. You're Lady Berica Andrews. Yeah, I'm a Lady Berica Andrews. I mean, we're not stereotypes mostly because we are doing something that we had no idea could be done. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, you, if you would have asked me five years ago what I was going to be doing with my life... This is not what I would have said. I'm a nobody, and you can too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have to say, when I uh, when you guys had me on your show, which thank you for having me on. Thank you. Oh, for yeah, being yeah. Enjoy. Yeah. Now that we've learned, I'm responsible for all of your success. <laughs> yeah, anyway, I wish we had told you at the time. Uh, afterwards, I got like a bunch of messages from people like, oh, "You know the nobodies? <laughs> really? How did you get on the show? Oh my god." So and weird. I, and I was just like, "Oh, you wouldn't believe it. The egos on these people." <laughs> <laughs> be Please. sure to be sure to talk us down. Like, well, what yeah, I want to say disgusting. is, I, I was very impressed with how seriously you guys took the shooting of it. Like, it looks like it's very thrown together. But <laughs> thank you. Well, we I work mean, like, hard to make it look like garbage. What I, <laughs> what I meant by that is, like, it looks like it's just like a winged improv mm-hmm. conversation. But you guys have a whole production, like you were saying, with George well, and the crew, and you do takes and all mm-hmm. that. Well, I think we have to credit, of course, Jordan for making it look great and yeah. that part of thing, but also ourselves because, like I said, we we had, the outline for that show we had been doing for years before this, mm. live on stage. So we kind of we already knew I see. you've been what working we your doing. whole career, yes, yes. in a weird way. way. I totally we get it. Yeah. yeah, but I mean the the basis. I mean it's just like it was more. Um, but you were critiquing drag queens as opposed to... No, we were critiquing everything. Oh, everything. We had a yeah. show called Nobody's Talking Shit for years that literally many nights was just like two of our friends. Yeah. Um, we would pick a topic and have some videos to go with it and just rant about it. And it was very similar structure to what the wrestling show is. Kind of stream of conscious, yeah. uh, like Lovecraftian nightmares. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's basically still what our show is. And so, yeah, and... Yes, yeah, so the sense of humor, the the banter and timing. That was already there before we started this show. Yeah, this is just, we just applied that to wrestling, which is something that Berica and I didn't have a lot of experience with, which ended up being for the Fine. better. Yeah, yeah I, that's the other thing. It was so charming to see, like, these fresh eyes, because a lot of these Redditors, uh, they are like DJ Axner, born myself, watching our whole lives. So we have a very jaded viewpoint of what's going on. And then the way you guys describe it is so different than how we or I would perceive it that it's a very unique take. I hear so that a lot, opinion. and I don't even understand what that means entirely, though, because I just feel like this is how I've... Like, everyone I've ever watched it with has always watched it so winkingly mm-hmm. that, like, the way we talk about it on the show is exactly how I, I've always... Like, I, I've because never I feel thought like of it with these, a lot of these online people, like, they take it so seriously. Yeah. And they follow it. It's like, mm-hmm. you know... 
I kind of. I take it seriously to... too, though. <laughs> well, I remember there was one time. I wish I could remember the specific example, but I do remember one of us said something in a video that, in like the Reddit comments, ended up getting called out. It's like, oh, they're just saying that because they think the fans want to hear it, and I was like. I didn't even realize that there were opinions that people wanted to hear. Like, I didn't think that that was a thing. And that was when I understood when people were like, oh, your show is very different. I'm like, oh, there's like an expected response. I don't, yeah, I never think about what people want to hear. But I guess a lot of commentators. (laughs) Should we? Sometimes to our detriment. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I, sorry that I didn't love Kenny Omega enough. Um, It's apparently a problem. But yeah, there are like, Things that commenters are supposed to say, I guess. And the one time that we accidentally said what we were expected to, people were mad. Or yeah. one person was mad. One person. And I'm like, I didn't know that I was supposed to say that. I just had an opinion. Leave me be. <laughs> whatever. Say whatever you want to Wait, The real <laughs> lesson of most of this conversation is that we just need to stop being on Reddit. <laughs> oh, yeah, just <laughs> stop, stop reading these comments. Yeah, but no, no but there's so many good ones to yeah, be yeah, perfectly yeah, yeah. honest. Of course, of course. Our it's biggest always... supporters. Yeah, literally, right. like, it's mm-hmm. always 99% positive which is like also completely mind-boggling because like what? Right, you would <laughs> These people redditors notoriously do not like anything. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're the thing they like? That right. doesn't make any sense. Yeah, have you seen the RuPaul subreddit talk about RuPaul? It is disgusting. disgusting. They will tear her all the way down. <laughs> and they're there for the show that she makes that they like. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny cuz wrestling fans think they're very 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 critical and I'm like Mm-mm. Like, you ain't seen nothing until you've seen the way these 14-year-old Drag Race fans <laughs> read RuPaul herself. <laughs> Savage. That's funny. Uh, so, do you guys... So now it's almost like homework to watch these shows, right? You guys oh, have, yeah. a little bit. have to keep a little, up. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny because I think people assume that because we watch these pay-per-views that we must be keeping up. Like, people always ask me opinion. Like, I get... Twitter messages or Instagram messages like, what do you think of blah, blah, blah? I'm like, literally only watch the shows that we're going to talk about. I'm so sorry. Like, right. I don't you guys have up. jobs and lives. Yeah. 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 Every and now and then, shows. like, if we're hanging out, like, not for work, we'll, like, I'll put it on an NXT and you'll be like, yeah, yeah sure, I'll watch that. And, like, you get, you're, like, totally happy watching Oh, it. absolutely. But also, 100% it's become a little bit. Like, I think a, a little bit, yeah. And I think a little bit for me. I, I mean, maybe it's maybe just being lazy, but also not having a lot of time. Part of my role is not to know a lot. And also, <laughs> you know, but I, that's serious, your, that's, your, that's, that's my take. Like, that's I want to come in and freshly see this and also ask, be able to ask questions about it mm-hmm. and, and, and also see if what I'm seeing is true or, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. yeah, and I think there is some comedy that comes out of that, like when you point out something that doesn't make sense where... You just assume it's because you haven't followed it, but it's really yeah. Just but it's also no, just it just... doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or so. I, I it also allows me to see things that other people aren't seeing. Yeah. Like I, I go back to Dalton Castle when we were talking about Dalton Castle. Like it seemed, and I think about this a lot because it seemed like his character was great because we hadn't seen like kind of he was portraying like he's portrays this queer person, and I guess it's it, it hasn't been something that people have seen and so he's popular but i see it as like they could do better yeah mm. you see it as a kind of like a minstrel show a little bit it's a minstrel show and i mean it, i mean that's vaudeville too like it's okay to have those stereotypes like fl- you know f- floundering around but you can also do better like it's not enough. well when you say better what do you what do you mean like in what sense um 
like someone like less oh, stereotypical. Do yeah, you mean? So who's um the guy that uh, is Alistair's uh, rival? Oh, Velveteen Dream. Velveteen, Velveteen Dream. Dream. Regardless of who he is in real life, he's actually doing it right. Like he's invested some time researching who this character is. Whereas, like, I feel like we don't know that for sure, though. I f- see it. I don't have to know that. <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> And I can also see that Dolly Castle has put on a costume and put on a lilt and put on um, some hand movements and that's it. Someone said to me the other day, and this blew my mind because I was talking about Dalton Castle and <clears throat> like uh, Joey Ryan and character wrestling characters who play gay, but they're straight men mostly. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, there's obviously some debate is Joey Ryan uh by whatever, it's a little bit besides the point, a lot of the time, the more popular gay characters are played by straight people. Mm -hmm. And someone responded, I think in very bad faith, like, just because they're effeminate doesn't mean that they're gay, you're making assumptions, and that's homophobic. And I was like, this blows my mind. Like, (laughs) how could you even come to that conclusion? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know that conclusion. Uh, But... The thing with Dalton Castle for me that was, I don't, I don't know if shocking is the word, was surprising maybe was that the fans immediately accepted him as a good guy, whereas I feel 15, 20 years ago mm-hmm. that would have been played as a as a heel role. Mm-hmm. As like, yeah. As, well, I don't know like, that, but I mean, I'm just agreeing with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just like it's very much like kind of like what the original Goldust was, where it was kind of gay baiting and like scaring. You into like, yeah, because faggots are scary sometimes, <laughs> and that's okay. I like when gay people are scary sometimes. I like to. I have existed in this life of scaring my friends and family in order to be able to live my life. Well, it's a, it's almost a defense mechanism. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, also, just like who fucking cares? I'm the same person. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, like, also, like, I think queer figures who are not good role models are still important, too. Like, you know, like, Divine is not a good role model, per se, but, like, she was scary to a lot of people, and she was disgusting, and, like, I think those, we need those people, too. Yeah. Like, we need people that straight people boo. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I can get behind that, sure. Yeah, because it causes a conversation. Yeah. To be had. And it's it's still representation, even though it's... <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's always a question of, like, who's writing the story, though. Sure, it's like, yeah. If it, like, totally. Queer people who create their own, I don't want to say villains, but heels. Like, queer, like, a queer person who makes a queer heel is different than a straight person who's like, let's write a queer heel. And it's like, I don't know if you're going to do this right, ma'am. Yeah. That's true. That's true. It's a lot of WWE's storylines in the past. I don't know if you're gonna do this right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't trust trust Vince McMahon to do just about anything. Yeah, uh, I'm assuming. I don't know. Uh, DJ Jackson for it if you saw it, but the Chuck and Billy storyline that they did in the mid 2000s. Chuck and there was Billy? a story that there were these two gentlemen who were very flamboyant, and oh. it's like a will they like are they a couple? Are they not? It's kind of like the ambiguously gay duo. Okay, but then one of them proposed to the other <gasps> what in the 90s uh no like early 2000s <clears throat> why i have to write about this uh yeah. why haven't we discussed this I, i'm not sure this now. A, okay. well here we go <laughs> <laughs> okay go on so there was a big proposal and also they had their manager was their wedding planner in the wwf 
WWE, I think it might have been right around when they were changing to WWE. Okay. Uh, and so they were going to have a wedding, a gay wedding on TV. No. And uh, even like Glad was like, oh, this is so great. Really? And they, they, and so this is what ended up happening, which I just oh, want to no. point out, this would never happen to, like, there's no, yeah, for, I can't believe Glad was even on board with this without even like asking them, where, where is, is this, this going? going? Yeah. yeah. Because at the time... <laughs> To be, they they were not doing it anyway. So they're doing the they're I'm having a wedding. <laughs> no, they're having a wedding and they're just like about to like do their vows and then like do you do you take this? Do you take this? Barricade just got I'm up and literally walked walking away. away. I can't handle the stress of this. And then one of them just goes like, "Hold on, we're not really doing this, right? Like this was just supposed to be a publicity stuff. Like, hey, we have nothing against gay people." But we're not gay, and then like they the said, characters or the act. I don't uh, in kayfabe. In kayfabe, yeah, like in character. The character was saying that they weren't gay. That like uh, that's confusing. That that uh, the their wedding planner was t- convincing them to do this to uh, further their careers. This is they, bizarre. And then they backed out of it and then they got attacked by this other team that had nothing to... It wasn't like a gay bat. They didn't get right, because they had gay. just said that yeah. they were not. In but fact. it was just... Then the, the person who was the priest ended up being the general manager of the other show and they invaded the show. Oh my God. And they attacked. It was so convoluted. What is happening? It was insane. And then Glad... Wait, looked, and Glad was okay with it. Did Glad no, end up Glad saying they was took like, it back? They yeah, they were like, it? we didn't know about that. They totally, like, this is a disgrace. <gasps> wow. And like, Glad looked like idiots. It they would was, not do that today. That is correct. Well, this is yeah, why we have to about it. They would have never Because both have probably swept it under the rug. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was that's so, true. Not only was it so stupid, but it was so pointless. It was like, yeah. why? Why even? Why even do that? Oh goodness! But let's talk. Let's transition to. Oh something. my god! Yeah, I'm stressed. <laughs> but let's go back to the. What were that tag team's name? Uh, Billy Chuck and Billy, or Billy and Chuck? I mean, everybody's <laughs> gay uncles. Yeah. Everybody had a gay. No, not everybody, but. <laughs> anyway, you wanted to transition. As well, well, I wanted to say you guys have had a lot of. Uh, you know, we talk about the positive feedback, even some wrestlers, or one in particular, right, <laughs> Xavier Woods. Yeah, well, two now. Oh, two. two. Uh, so and no, a, a handful actually. A handful. Viper. Well, Natty. Yeah, Natty yeah. liked my tweet. <laughs> yeah. So, but we've now had a few big, bigger name wrestlers drop some names. Yeah. yeah. Well, Xavier it. Woods had the most interaction with us. Yeah. Because, so what happened there? So he posted a video of himself lip syncing to Total Clips of the Heart, what? which right. is a number that I regularly do with a sock puppet. And so I tweeted <laughs> out that I would like to. My life goal was to do that number, but replace the sock puppet with Xavier Woods, mm-hmm. and he tweeted back something to the effect of does this mean I get to come sit on the couch or maybe if I get to come sit on the couch and I was like okay A wait I didn't see this conversation really yeah no it was it's crazy wild. he said so, the couch yeah yeah. The, yeah that was the thing that got me not just that he replied he said the couch because that's like which means he, that's a specific reference to the shit that yeah. we do so uh-huh. now if we can back up just the idea that there is a wrestler that goes up to another wrestler and is like 
Hey, did you see these drag queens critiquing us? That, like, I, how insane the is that? The funniest thing in the world. That I, don't is think that, I don't think I'm ready to actually think about that that actually is happening. Okay. It, it didn't happen. It it's, didn't happen. I do have, like, I have to know. He loves drag queens, though. Yeah. He talks about it all the time. When people, people yeah. on the, like, tweeted him, like, did you watch this, like, season of Drag Race? And he's like, I love, he knows all their names. Like, he loves them. Yeah. So, makes sense in a weird way. Yeah. Um, I'm sure some one of his friends was like, oh, you like these drag queens. Like, here's some that are talking about you oh <laughs> yeah it's just like i never want to have to think about someone who i'm talking about hearing me say this shit about well, them you just well, luckily, talked about how you're a clown so it's fine yeah well, it's luckily <laughs> with xavier woods we've never like we love the new day yeah that's like true. so we've never like yeah but i mean so, have anything to be embarrassed about except for but what if sasha knows them? about your weave watch well, you know, if I'm going to sound harsh, it, like, but, like, get a better weave girl then. <laughs> if it inspires, if we inspire one better weave in the world, then our job Fuck is Fuck the done. children. We just want everyone to have better hair. Here's the thing. My wig flies off all the time, so That's true. I have nothing to talk about. We, if, if Sasha Banks did, like, a nobody's wig watch, it would be, like, would be a B-minus tops yeah, no. at any moment. I mean, yeah, you might get a B-minus. That's like the I will best never get above rate. a C plus. Um, but I, I mean, in terms of like people, like worrying mm-hmm. about people hearing what I have said about them. Mm-hmm. So Cody Rhodes uh, <laughs> liked or responded to a tweet, or so somehow I was involved in like a Cody Rhodes tweet. He liked one of our tweets. He liked the one we tweeted out, the video that we critiqued him on. But then the next day, he tweeted out, apropos of nothing, a gif of the time that he got his nose broken. Um, and I may have talked about him getting a nose job in the video that he had liked. So it was seemed... He probably watched the episode. It seemed like a clap But maybe not. Bit. Maybe not. Oh, it was also right. like an anniversary of the day he broke his nose. You something. did mention sure. that he might have gotten a nose job. Yeah. And yeah. I was shocked that I was like, oh, would he... Because he definitely got his teeth fixed. Yeah, right? and he definitely got the nose done. Well, you can the no- look at the picture. Well, it would make sense that he he did have a very traumatic nose injury. Yeah, yeah. And so it would make sense that at that point he would get some sort of... Well, I'm not going to bring it up anymore because apparently he knows. Like, he's uh, he's all up in my grill now. It's like, sorry, Cody. I also talked about how nice your butt is. Don't forget. We've had, we've had, uh, yeah, Viper was the other one from mm. the May Young Classic. Someone, she, mm-hmm. like, we, she was like, I, she tweeted a gif of a drag queen and then I tweeted her, like, if you like drag queens, you should check out our show. And she's like, oh my God, this is so cool. And like, and we were like, we would have love to have you on. And she was like, I would do it next time I'm around. Yeah. So, I mean, who knows what will ever manifest from it? Probably yeah. nothing, but like, you never know. I'm we didn't think we'd ever always... get like James Mansfield from Drag Race on the show either. <laughs> so, <laughs> that was cool. Yeah. Or you. I know. I was, a, I was a big get. <laughs> yes. To, uh-huh. I, to... I mean, I never remember anything I say after I say it. So. <laughs> I'm just going to play dumb if somebody's offended by something I said. <laughs> Perfect. I think they'll be more offended by your existence. Probably. <laughs> so do you guys okay. have favorite wrestlers? Do you have favorites that you look forward to seeing? Or? Uh, mm, I like anyone who will do a flip. Mm-hmm. It's, you're, you're, you're a flippy gal? Yeah, any, anything involving... I mean, like, loved me some Will Osprey. He I was just going to say, I was blown away. You guys got to check out those Will Ospreay versus Ricochet matches. I it's love those matches. All flips it's all their, the time. It's just an anime fight. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Ricochet just got signed to the WWE and he's the flippiest of all the flippies. Ooh, great. Love him. So A it'll plus. be really fun to watch. Can't wait. Until they neuter him. Well. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, and I unequivocally enjoy all of the female wrestlers, even the ones that they dress poorly. Well, see, this is a for. It seems like the you're kind of here for the women's wrestling, yeah, more so than the men's wrestling, which I feel is this underrepresented portion of the wrestling fan base. Sure, but also male wrestlers are more likely to be boring. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's, it's, more of them. it's just like also like another matter of like men don't have to work as hard. Like yeah. the women have to be ten times as good to get an eighth as far. So mm-hmm. like they're just all better. Yeah, they have mm-hmm. to act more. The men are all just like me, big beef thing, and I'm like, no, no, yeah. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your beef thing isn't that big. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen some bigger beef things, uh, but yeah, like I feel like a lot of the male wrestlers don't always have a gimmick they're just like a strong dude and i'm like yeah seen it see it's he's he's the other guy in the ring with you also strong dude like uh i so like you need a little more of a presentation more spectacle yeah i want a story give me the soap opera of it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. now how about you dj axon do you have any favorites or my favorite of all time is china um she's a legend and angel and may she rest in heaven forever Mm -hmm. um And my other favorite is obviously Sasha Banks, largely because she reminds me, and this was kind of her thing more in NXT, of the girls in Bad Girls Club, which is my favorite TV show of all time. And they, I like worked for their website and was like a dedicated fan of the show. (laughs) And so Sasha, just old NXT character, just reminded me of like the cool chicks who would beat a bitch down. Agreed. NXT Sasha was my favorite, like when that era was going Yeah. Loved watching that. Yeah. She was so good at the role, too. She yeah. just totally got her character. I saw a picture of her in, um, it was an NXT Sasha, and she was in a crop top that just said, She's not Ratchet. And I was like, Oh, that's <laughs> everything. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Lady Parrot? Did you have a favorite? Or... I don't know if I do. I mean, what about I like most Finn attractive. Tra- most attractive. I mean, Finn Balor. You also have a real Wyatt thing, though. You like Bray Wyatt. I do. You know what? I do. He's, I mean, I forgot about him because he's been gone for a little bit. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I like to see a fully developed character who matches what they're doing in, 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 the, in the ring. So, yeah, Bray Wyatt is that. Finn Balor, too. I don't know. I don't know if I have a favorite yet. <laughs> and this is a Metal Meets Wrestling podcast. We haven't really talked about metal. Do, oh. you guys, do you guys like metal? You could be honest. I mean, I, I feel do peripherally. Bad. Yeah, I don't know a lot about it. And I also, <laughs> G.J. Axon part, I don't, uh, genres confuse me. So I don't know, like, <laughs> I just like hear something and I like it. I did do a, a metal queen show here with uh, some local queens a while back. There, there, there are metal drag queens? Um, There's a lot of metal drag queens. Yeah, and we did a whole... Um, night of it was called metal queen and and it was really fun uh it's not happened again yet uh for reasons but uh <laughs> uh it was fun and it, it, i like people exploring. really liked it too who were some they of the like, metal queens can you drop some names do you remember um like you were hosting it with crimson kitty who's hope, a close yes. like comrade of ours yeah uh, um then there's helvetica for better or worse um <laughs> Uh, she's a good girl who's very controversial. She does it on purpose, though. Um, 
um, not saying, but she's a metal queen. Like she says, she's the well. Now there's queen. also Dragula, which is like a whole. Oh, like, that's right. Yeah, like metal think, queen show. I think, it's interesting that like just horror culture. There's like a horror subdivision. I think drag. I've always seen drag yeah. as a metal or a punk right. type of art, and I think people aren't used to seeing it. But and yeah. drag queens are scared to do that sort of thing for whatever reason. But it's just like. You can. I feel it did. It came out of the same kind of Lower East Side. Yeah, you know, like yeah, exactly. Like RuPaul name drops punk bands all the time. She was in a punk RuPaul. Yeah, yeah. RuPaul. We we pull. We we pull. I like when she always says, "I did the style of drag called gender f word." Yeah, gender f word. Yeah, she's got to be family friendly now. I was I was DJing a show last Ruru. night and there was like a punk band playing before the drag show, which is like that's cool that venues still even do that. But it was fascinating to me to watch the punk guys grapple with what they were seeing after, because they they like they were like packing up their stuff, and then all of a sudden these like nine feet tall drag queens start walking in, and like mm-hmm. some of them were like, oh cool, I'm gonna stay for the show, and then others were like quite obviously still weirded out, and mm-hmm. it's like. Come on, dudes! Like you're supposed to be punk. Like get the yeah. fuck over it. Yeah. Like well, that's think... not punk. Like, and if you can't recognize that this is more punk than what you were doing before, <laughs> you have a fucking problem. Well, and I'm also gonna say on the other side of it, if you're a drag queen, that's really like, and you see um, a biological woman or you know a trans woman doing drag, and you think that that's wrong, then you're fucked too. Yeah, you big know, like, time. You're, you're, you know, it's just an inclusive art form, and it always has been. If you go back 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 like the cockettes in the 60s you know when i started doing drag people would be like oh how do you do it with a beard i'm like i don't know i fucking paint around it how do you do your life you know it's really frustrating you know at how first do you I was do like, your life is the best question how do you do your life you know drag is punk and and you know it's 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 gone in waves and it's and 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 who cares and there's always like there's always gender fucking metal too. Like there's yeah. like there, that's like a lot of it. I was just gonna say yeah, like there's such crossover with that as well, uh, and even like uh, what was gender her name? F word. I'm with sorry, the gender F word. <laughs> <laughs> what was her name? The from the '80s, the one uh, Jane County, who would no no who would be topless and put like X's on her on her tatas. What was her that's name? That's like everyone, isn't it? <laughs> Sounds like I think here's what I'm gonna go on a limb and say. Okay. I think for the dudes who have been doing gender fuck in the metal arena or the punk arena, oh right, With now like now that it's kind of the same for men who've been doing drag and women are now coming in. The men are like now like maybe like oh, it it was a shtick that they were doing for a while and they don't really believe themselves and, yeah. and now now we're coming out and like oh we're these queer people like. It's becoming more mainstream. You can't use this as a shtick anymore. Right. Like, you have to actually think more about it. Yeah. What? Where do you fall in this uh, area when it comes to drag beating? Because I don't know. I, like, what are your politics? Wendy O'Williams. That's what oh. it's Oh, oh yeah. I, I know, know this person. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, I don't know if you consider what you're doing to be, like, subversive in a way. Honestly, I... I, and not to go back to the like straight men being attracted to me. What attracted right. but, you about drag in the no. first place? I mean, dra- I I mean, I came to it from a very unsubversive way. I was like a failed theater kid, hmm. um, and drag just ended up being something I was good at. But I think, in reaction to the like response I've gotten from 
straight identified men, mm-hmm. my subversive act has been to force straight people to think about queer sexualities mm. in a very hands-on way. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I think that I have become more and more interested in forcing people to, like, wade into those muddier waters. Mm. Like, really? Do you want to fuck this? Like, think <laughs> think hard about this. Stare into the mirror. Like, there is no vagina down here. <laughs> I really, like, I, my, like subversive thing is to like keep a couple straight dudes up at night worrying but you don't have like any opinions about like whether it drag is punk or not and i'm using scare quotes on every single word in that sentence i i, I mean of course i think drag is punk oh, i okay. think like yeah. just the fact that like i still get looks on the subway on the way to a gig i'm mm. like i am reminded that it is dangerous in the sense that i am personally a little bit in danger mm. um i think that yeah, it still causes people to look at me sideways, and so it's still a transgressive act. But you have no interest in punk or metal music. Not really. It's fair. I mean, fair. I'm, I'm not going to throw all of it 100% sure. out, because that's ridiculous. It's not something that I seek out. Mm-hmm. No, I'm trying to think, like, who are the best metal drag queens? Like, the first... A name that comes to my mind would be like Marilyn Manson. I feel totally and like movie. Twisted Sister. Probably. I was going to say D. Snyder. Of course, yeah, right. D. Snyder is the originator of that. Yeah, trend. yeah. Uh, Who is very conservative. Judas really? Priest too. Oh yeah, well, oh yeah. I think Rob Halford. Uh, I yeah. wish I like even like Judas Priest music a little bit. Oh I really? <laughs> I, yeah, check out check out Painkiller. I probably will hate it. <laughs> I listen to Trap. That's fair. Rihanna likes Judas Priest. She wore, she wore a Judas Priest She did. Shirt, no, she so. does. That's true. You're right. <laughs> that is did a good way to get accident reports. Yes, like Rihanna it. likes it. Rihanna. I'm in. I will give that album a try. <laughs> Just tell him, Rihanna paid $100,000. I'm in. I want it. Was it well, expensive? I love, there was that uh, uh, VMAs where Rihanna had that uh, death metal logo, and I was just like, it's so good. I love you already, Rihanna, and now yeah. you're doing this? Like, thank Although, you. Although, but sometimes it gets weird because now Justin Bieber, like, is yeah. in a fight with Marilyn Manson about, like, because Justin, it's just you hip, know about It's this? hip to have, it's like, a, hip a metal thing. Yeah, yeah. It's thing, like when yeah. we were, like, when I was growing up in the 90s, like, all the kids were wearing, like, door shirts, but didn't really know... You know, it's kind of just like a popular, mm. like, oh, vintage mm. tease. And now, yeah. now, like, Metallica and Marilyn Manson are vintage in a way. And yeah. Like, yeah. Cool and, like, no, absolutely. Have That's you cute. ever been to the ghetto goth parties in Brooklyn? No. You would be really interested in it because it's, like, it's it's a party that's been around forever. Um, run by Venus X. And it's a lot of young gay black kids coming and, like, trans kids and Latino kids and... Um, and they're coming and they're listening to like very intense, like trap remixes of metal, like new metal. And they're all wearing like either designer hood by air or vintage hot topic. It's such a strange, like streetwear and like big trip bondage pants, like green mohawks. It's like, it's the fashion and every, that's who Rihanna's style is copying. Yeah. That's what I was like. It I, all comes, but it comes I from know, a very organic so place. I, I cover all of this like mainstream fashion, like Kim Kardashian wearing a metal shirt. Right, of course. It's like, where are they, like, obviously Kim Kardashian isn't, yeah. yeah, like shopping at Generation Records for a vintage Megadeth shirt or whatever. Right. She has a stylist. Right. The stylist, like, the record probably are goes on point. to that party. Yeah. Like, so that's what, like, and I'm so curious about those people that. 
they have like I'm sure they know a few Metallica songs. Sure. Mega, but it's like they're not metalheads. They I don't think that's right. I think they are metalheads, probably. Really? Not like Kim Kardashian, but the people who go to like No, they they go to the show. I'm saying like yeah. they just they're more about just the aesthetic or No, I think they I'm all projecting. I think that's well, I would that's love the to, misconception yeah. is that they they are just as legitimate as metal fans as everyone else. I think they are I, I don't think I don't think gatekeeping is helping anybody. Right, of course. Even if they like three songs, that's three more songs than you know, that's right. Yeah. But I going. think a lot of those kids really do love yeah. metal. Okay, so that's great. I would I would love to check that out, and I love it's all ages though. Of... So you're gonna feel very old because I go and feel very old. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's I'm used to it. I'm okay, used, well, then I, how I, you know? I'm growing into my old man at a, a metal show kind of vibe now, so it's, it's working out. But thank you guys. I think we're like we did fifty like four. Yeah, well, that's good. Cool. Oh, it was that so much good. fun. Yeah, to that talk was to you. we were just kikiing. I have to say, you kept us remarkably on topic, which yeah. is difficult. Yeah. So you're a strong man. I'm a good interviewer. I feel like yeah, uh, we barely talked about the imminence of our deaths. Yeah, no, usually. Oh, good. Like, so every, everyone, as a, as a parting shot, please go outside and summon the meteor right now. Yeah, I, what what could you be doing to bring about the apocalypse? Is, yeah. Is the question we leave the listeners with. Well, it should just by, well, just by sitting here and listening for an hour as opposed to doing some work. Yeah, we've contributed to that. Yeah, you're so, helping the apocalypse forward. You're welcome. Uh, we're gonna have. I'm gonna post this before your Royal Rumble show. Oh. Wow. So, if you are in the New York area, where can they go? What's the deal with the Royal Rumble? You guys are doing it. We're hosting Royal Rumble at Bazaar Bushwick. Uh, it starts. I I think it's. I think the Royal Rumble itself starts, starts at, seven. at seven. So yeah. we'll try and be there before that to set up. Um, so go to Bazaar Bushwick. You can follow our uh, Instagrams or Facebooks or whatever for more information on that. Um, but you should be there because we're going to, A, watch the show live, and B, tape our own show live directly afterwards. So you could spend hours with us, which doesn't sound like a good <laughs> advertisement for the event, but it's... Also, performances. We'll be performing live, which you don't get to see on our YouTube series. That's true. Now, what kind of... You mean like a lip sync? Like a lip like sync. Like a lip sync. Like yeah, a, a traditional lip sync. drag queen Traditional as traditional as drag can be. Yeah. <laughs> As traditional as we get. Yeah. Now, I want to, uh, before we go, I did want to ask this question because I feel like you guys probably get this a lot and you already have your answer. Uh, and, and I'm sure you're sick of hearing this question. <laughs> Can't wait. Which is why I want to ask it so people don't ask anymore. But when are you going to be on Drag Race? Oh my God. <laughs> did I nail it? Did I nail it? It's my favorite question. <laughs> um, the answer is never. Um, a. You're never going to make an audition tape? I have never, I, every year I say I'm going to make an audition tape, and every year I do not. Um, but I just don't think that what I do would particularly translate well to Drag Race, and I also know my stress reaction makes me near unbearable to be around. Um, and Perfect so... Perfect for the show. It would, yeah, it would be <laughs> one episode of me being the worst person on the planet and then going home first. Uh, and that doesn't seem like something that will help my career or image. <laughs> I think it would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like if there's a producer of Drag Race listening, they're calling you up after this. Yeah, they're like, I think for exactly the reasons you don't want to be on there, you would actually be really successful, but it also yeah. would not help you as a person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I agree with all, all of that. All of my Drag Race um, earnings will go to therapy. Me? No. Um, I have other projects in mind that I'm more interested in, um, which uh, I kind of don't want to talk about right now. When are you going to be on Dragula? 
Um, also, no. After watching the first episode this season, and I never watched another episode. <laughs> uh, really? I, no, I didn't, because... The drag is really good. The drag is probably really good. Um, LA drag is great. Um, but also, I don't think I'm meant to be on a show like mm-hmm. that. Because I, I, I need to be in control, and I need to be, uh doing what I want to be doing. You guys are punk rock. You can't be with the mainstream. Nope. <laughs> it's kind of like getting, to be it's kind of like asking an independent wrestler. Uh, when are you going to sign with WWE? WWE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Is why I, That's I would, so funny. I've never thought of it like that before. Oh, yeah. I would say just be on the lookout for Shelly and Shelly is all that matters. <laughs> That's all I'll say. Wow. Well, thank you so much. This has been wonderful. Uh, I'll make sure to have your socials and stuff in the cool. episode description. Thank, Thank you. you. And uh, bye. bye. Bye, guys. That was a fun chat. And, you know, if you are in the New York area, definitely try to come out to one of their gatherings. I feel like it would make a long pay-per-view go by much quicker. And uh, I will talk about... Uh, also, I want to mention, actually, that if you're in the L.A. area... I'm going to be in Anaheim for the NAM convention this week, and I'm doing a little meetup this Saturday night, uh, the 27th, at the Bubba Gump Shrimp Company in Anaheim for a little uh, shrimp eating competition. If you listen to my other podcast, the Metal Injection Livecast, you know all about it. You can go to the Livecast Facebook page for the event page, RSVP there. I watched Raw 25 last night. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out what the hell that was. It was a mess. There were some things I definitely liked about it. I really liked the opening segment with Steve Austin. I like that Finn Balor and the club got the DX rub. But there was a lot of stuff on there that didn't make sense. Like the Undertaker's promo, whatever that was. Uh, A really long Heath Slater and Rhino versus Titus. O'Neill and Apollo Crews match. Just a very disjointed show overall. And it felt longer than a normal Raw, which something like that shouldn't happen. You know, that John Cena segment was... But with that said, I am really excited for the Royal Rumble. I'm going to be watching it kind of weirdly because I'm going to be flying back from L.A. the day of. And I'm going to get back to my uh, place around 10 o'clock at night. So I'm going to be trying to fast forward through the Royal Rumble. I'm going to try to watch both Rumbles and then kind of breeze through the other matches and kind of scan through them to the last five minutes because we all know that's really where the everything picks up and everything else is kind of eh, right? But it should be fun. I'm looking forward to the NXT show on Saturday. I'm going to be definitely watching that on the flight back and uh, that should be a fun show. I think that with that show, what's the main event? I think Johnny Gargano is going to win this is my prediction. Johnny Gargano is going to win the NXT title, and then Tommaso Ciampa is going to come in and beat him up and like attack him and ruin his big happy moment. I think that's what's going to happen in the main event. Uh, I think that Undisputed Era is going to keep their titles uh, against Authors of Pain. I'm looking forward to the Aleister Black versus Adam Cole Bay Bay match. That should be a fun match. And the women's match should be uh, pretty fun too. Shayna Baszler has been doing really well. And Maybe it'll be some sort of tease for the Royal Rumble the next night. And maybe we'll get a four horsewomen thing at the Royal Rumble. You know, there are rumors that Ronda Rousey might be in the Rumble. I would be all for that. I would love for that to happen. Overall, I'm just hoping that these shows are fun. And I hope that I don't 
sit there and like become a cynical smart like I was watching the Raw 25 show. But hopefully I won't. Hopefully you won't. And hopefully we'll see each other again in a few weeks when I'm back with a brand new episode. And please make sure to follow me on social media. Square Circle Pit is on Facebook. Find us on there and on Twitter at Square Circle Pit without the last E in circle. And I am, of course, Rob Injection on all social media. Thank you, as always, for listening. You have been great, and I have been Rob. <laughs>